It's the Go With Us podcast. This is Jay. And Dimitri. And today, we're going to just talk to you about some progress. Actually, I'm lying. Um, we talk about progress every week. Today, we're going to talk to you about just the difficulties of actually trying to figure out what your next step is. Um, a lot of times, people will tell you the best thing for you to do, especially when you're running your own company, is to put one foot in front of the other and just keep going forward. But the reality is, where do you go forward? Um, this podcast is really for us to kind of vent and just let everybody know what kind of shit we're going through and not even like hold back because it's just, why would we? <laughs> There's so many other people, they sugarcoat it and you can go listen to their podcast and that's totally fine. But if you want to hear people really just not hold anything back and sometimes crack jokes, that's And, and then cry are. on air. Yeah, and cry on air. That's who we are. Um, so right now it is, uh, I'm going to date it cause the other one is already up, right? Yeah. But the other one's not dated. I well, I'm going to date this one. It's February 1st and I did not even realize January went by. Yeah. Like we literally just ended 2018. I remember new year's like it was yesterday. Yeah. That's what I said. We just ended 2018. Yeah. February is already here. Uh, we're already talking to investors ad nauseum. I'm involved in five companies. I am working on revising every pitch deck I've ever seen on the history like of the companies that I'm working with, on the futures, on everything. Well, let's go back one second. So you are literally involved in five different companies in one capacity or another. Yes. Obviously, we uh, the Go Network and everything goes back to the Go Network, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and and that's kind of like the the linchpin. It's it's gonna be us, and I just want to get this company where I know it can be, and I know we can get funding. It's just it's brutal, man. It is tiring. And then also the other thing that they don't tell you is when you talk to to investors, um, I talk to a bunch of investors. And what ends up happening is they're saying, you know what? There's nothing we can do for you right now because your website doesn't dictate or doesn't tell us what you're doing. Uh, we need to know specifically what we're doing. And at the same time, they tell us, hey, be careful where you share your information. Yeah. So they're contradicting each other. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, so do I make a secret page? Is that what I have to give you access to a secret, secret page? <laughs> but then it's like, if I give you access to the secret page, like you could just go tell people if you're worried why are you telling me not to worry yeah it's it just doesn't weird. make sense i know and the weird thing is like every investor wants something different because every everybody's different and some people look more at the tech some people look more at the numbers and you have somebody telling you this and then somebody else telling you the exact opposite of what they're looking for so it like makes no sense yeah and for everybody listening, I know there's going to be someone that goes, this doesn't feel cohesive. This feels all over the place. Dude, that's literally how you feel every day when you're in this. That's our brain. Yeah. Every day I wake up because I still have like a, a morning gig. And I'm thinking about this while at my morning gig. And I come here and I think about my morning gig when I'm here. And it's just a vicious cycle that just doesn't end. And the reality is you're always going to have to figure out how to like – quell all the voices in your head and focus on what you're presently involved in 
See, I have the opposite problem where I have so much going on because this is pretty much what I do all day, every day. I'm in the studio all day, every day. And my head is filled with everything that I have to do here. Yeah. And so yours is all immediate and pressing. Yeah. Mine is a bunch of ass kissing. Dude, it's like every day. I literally have to make best friends every day. See, I, I won't be able to do that. But it's the weirdest thing. It's not just like best friends. It's like best friends that eventually one day you're going to be like, hey, nudge, yeah. nudge. Can I to, get like a million? You got to ask her for money. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, want to go in on this thing with me? <sighs> so that's where it really helps having an entire team because one person like myself can be devoted to the everyday kind of operation, operational kind of stuff while somebody else can be looking for um, investors, while somebody else can be something else. So that's where it helps be having a team. I think so anyway, because it, it's it's impossible for one person. It's more to than do just it. helps; it's like necessary. There's yeah. all these solopreneurs and crap like that. And it's like God. so. Imagine if you were by yourself. Yeah, I I would I would probably lose my mind because I know so many people that they're like, oh, I'm a solopreneur. What are you doing? I'm making an app by yourself, right? Yeah. And then what are you gonna do? Well, I'll figure it out. That means you're not really a solopreneur. You're just a guy making an app. Yeah, you, you don't have really plans for the future. You're just doing an app right now, and you don't, you either don't have the time or resources to, to think to the future. But then what also makes me mad is a lot of those same people will release everything, and then they'll be like, oh, I'm going to build a team, but I already released my product. And then they get a team behind it, and it's like, oh, they raised $19 million. <sighs> like, what the hell? <laughs> it bugs me. Listen, I'm, you're listening to somebody that's not jaded because of, of the industry. I'm just tired. Like every day is the same crap. Let me ask you this: Would it help you if you did not have a day job? Yeah, immensely. Why? Why, so. do, why do you think so? What What benefit would you get not having a day job? I'd be able to do more phone calls. I'd be able to handle more meetings without having to come from a job where I have to constantly be on edge. Because if I make one false move, I now end up with a disease. So I, I don't uh, even have kids yet. Like, we're not you know telling anybody to quit their jobs, but at a certain point you have to kind of make that that decision. Yeah, but it can't happen for me because we all know I have health problems. Right. We all know. Right. That it's like, it's just, the matter is... I'm just talking to most people out there. Like, for example, <laughs> for me, I didn't really have much of a choice or kind of did or not really, but like, I... I'm looking for a job, but not really. Like, I feel like if I didn't have this place, I, I would, all I would be doing is job hunting. But as of right now, I'm actually more focused on this place and the the, the operational here rather than looking for a job every once in a while i find a you know i come across a job i apply for but it's not like i do it every single day all day exactly which is which is really weird for me to say because like i would like a job i would like money i need to pay the bills but i'm going against that right now i would love for it to be where this is your your money maker you know obviously i mean that's the point of this thing right but it's also like oh here's here's something since we're just like randomly flowing, this is a random string of consciousness. Listen, here's something that made me kind of like, okay, upset, but then also like, yeah, isn't that how it goes? Um, it, everybody's been upset with the CEO of uh, We Life or whatever it is. Oh, the We Company? Yeah, We Company, um, because he makes millions of dollars. I mean, don't most CEOs make millions of dollars? But here's how he makes millions of dollars. He bought buildings, then he sold it back to his company. 
Okay, I can. Yeah, I think I read about that somewhere. Yeah, but it's like well, okay, I bought my company buys buildings from people. So I personally bought a building and I sold it to my own company, which then puts money back into my company. I I think there is like a a small minute chance that might be illegal. Or no, it's p- not. Part of it is illegal. It's somewhere. legal. Oh, okay. And here's the thing. Everybody's mad at him for doing that. Because nobody thought of doing it first. Exactly. Because there's <laughs> other people that are like, um, somebody just got upset. Uh, no, uh, what was it? <sighs> there's there's a conference that just went by, and they were talking about, you do realize rounds B through Z, whatever it is, are to put money in the um, CEO and founder's pockets at that point. Right, because the company is already up and running. It's already doing fine. It's just they're putting now they're putting a million to two million dollars a clip in their pockets because you're now covering them. Whereas he went and bought money. He bought his money to go buy a building, then sold it to himself. That only helps further his footprint. I'm like not mad at him. for Well, doing it, that. it's like everybody getting mad at people finding loopholes, you know, yeah. just because you didn't find the loophole makes you mad. And they go, oh, well, he's rich. Yeah, no, no crap. I mean, yeah, that, that's why he's rich. Like, no crap. And or or people that are listen for everybody that's out there that's super upset for some reason, if you're butt hurt that Jeff Bezos's wife is getting money from the divorce. Oh, they're getting divorced. Yeah, that's right. Like just go screw i mean isn't that how most divorces go it's how most divorces go but they're like does she deserve that much money yeah because who took the pictures like she learned he openly admits i couldn't have done it without her she had to learn accounting to help with the books because they couldn't afford it accounted yeah back in the late 90s when amazon first started worked with him side by side husband and wife had kids side by side they grinded to this point and they're still going to be working together. So shut up. I think I'm like fed up with everybody that's like overly emotionally hurt over crap. Oh, and it's not just that. It's it's a lot of times it's people with no money get angry at people with money. Yeah. 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 Well, be prepared to be angry with us. Because like when we hit that plateau, like when we hit that point, I don't. I'm at a point where I'm angry at my future self already. Yeah. And I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. I'm angry he's not here already. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm yeah, angry that he's taking vacation and, and my broke ass is not. Like, that's where I'm at. I know. It's it's upsetting. I know. I'm angry at the fact that I can't pay a bill while he's, you know, vacationing wherever you want. He's chilling. He's he's in McKenna's. <laughs> Why is it always McKenna's that we end up? It's probably going to be like the worst place we'd ever be. McKenna's? Yeah. What like is that? McKenna's Greece. I have no idea what that is. Oh, look it up. It's beautiful. It looks like crayons. Cancun. Oh well, you're you're sing well not single, but you're young and reckless. You're, yeah, exactly. you're young and ratchet. I'm not ratchet. Dimitri is young and ratchet. So he says Cancun, and I'm like Mekanos, where we go get art. You want to go to Italy? Culture. Go to the wine. Go to the wine <laughs> get, area. Get culture. Yeah. He's like, I need to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, now I see where we are. <laughs> Tokyo. Now I see where we are in life. That just hit. Y- you can really tell a person by where they want a vacation. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, right. That's. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. If someone's like, yeah, no, I need to go to Brazil. Mm, do you? Maybe Disney or Orlando one more time. But uh, after that, just go to all the different places that you ever wanted to go. Like, I want to yeah. go to, um, for no apparent reason, you know, obviously Tokyo. I want to see the, the uh, Great Wall of China. Like, all the huge you wor- know what you world should monuments. Because my younger brothers, um, both of them went to Japan. They mm. loved it. Yep. Um, but they also went to Disney. I told them, follow Disney. It sounds dumb. 
when somebody says well, it, it sounds like... Well, you base like, your entire life on Disney. So well, if, it's not... If, if, I, if anybody ever brings anything up, you're like, just do Disney. Well, here's the thing. If you go... Like, so... um, <clears throat> Like, I have one brother who... He totally doesn't mind just, like, exploring the culture. He, like, doesn't like having itinerary. He just floats. Yeah, I'm kind of... In Creole, we call it flané. Yeah. You know, it's just like he floats. The other one likes to have... Structure. Structure, because yeah. he's like, we paid... An exuberant amount of money to come to, out to here. walk around the streets or something. Yeah, yeah. So I say follow Disney because they're everywhere, and they do stuff. Like, in, so they're in China. You want to go visit the Great Wall? Disney has Adventures by Disney that will take you across the wall. Plus, they have the cruises and everything. They have wine cruises, food cruises, everything. Yep, yep. They have Tokyo Disney. They have Disney in Paris. Just follow Disney. I mean, Disney in Paris is not that great, but. Well, I mean, it's got Ratatouille until they make Ratatouille here. It's got a dragon in their basement. Okay. In the in the Disney, listen, I think Disneyland Paris. Did we is, just start another Disney show? Yeah. Well, that that's actually hilarious. We probably did. Gone nerding. No. Um. <laughs> Disneyland in Paris has go like nerding. a uh oh go. That's true. Now, huh? Go nerding. Go nerd. Nerd going. Going nerd. Going nerd. Going turbo. Uh, <laughs> But no, Disneyland in Paris has a dragon in the basement, so it's not meant for like little kids. Well, it is meant for little kids. It's meant to scare the crap out of them, which is good. Yeah. Speaking of scaring the crap out of people, imagine you reach out to an investor because that one investor reached out to me. But imagine you reach out to an investor and they respond to you, and the first thing they ask you for is your pitch deck. And you're like, oh, the thing that just got torn to shreds by my advisor. Crap. <laughs> so it's like a weird... It's like it's a weird silo that I'm in where I have to keep. You do realize that I talked about the pitch deck like a month ago, right? No, but it's not. It's not. Here's the thing. This happened like months ago. It's right after our Steven had tore our pitch yeah, deck. Yeah, I to know. Shreds. But I am also. Okay, just to get everything out in the open, we probably cut this out anyway. But like, do you know how many times I mentioned sitting down and working on the pitch deck since then? Yeah, and I've mentioned it too. I've mentioned. Hey, like, if you guys have anything, please dump it into the Slack Right, channel. but do, do you realize how much work we got done, you know, for, like, three hours when we were all here together? Don't have three hours. I have a sister that's leaving. I have family that's sick. I'm personally sick. I can barely lift my arm. Don't have three hours. So the time I'm giving you is, is the time I'm saying put it in the Slack channel because from the Slack channel, I'll be able to at least pull stuff out and go for this. When we do sit down, it's these things that we're going to actually put in. Because then it also helps with the pitch. I need more information. We need to constantly always sound like uh, Wikipedia, like we're always being updated. But that information is so fragmented because Dude, everybody's dumping terrible. random information. It's random better times. than no information where I'm trying to dig it out of nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Here's, here's what I've tried to do, like, I want to say, like, for the past month now. So all of January. I've been looking to see if Netflix will give us some damn info so I can at least use their shit for, like, the cord-cutting aspect. Uh, and I had to find seven cord-cutter shows, all of whom repeat themselves. They talk. It's, I swear, they sit in one room. <laughs> I swear, they sit in one One of them is, I, listen, one of them is called Cord Cutters. It's got, a, like, a, a nice logo, everything. I swear they work for Netflix. Because all they give you is every release that Netflix is coming out with. Not Hulu, not Crackle, just Netflix. And they go, we're unbiased. Assholes, you guys work for Netflix. <laughs> like, I, I'm, 
I'm so yeah. Irritated. There's so many other streaming services out there that it's Netflix. Yeah. Here's Netflix's newest release. Netflix is coming out with b- whatever the Bandersnatch. Yeah, this there, there's there's Hulu. There's Amazon Dude, Prime. They, all they do is talk about. Yeah. They literally give you this week on Netflix. Here's a new movie. Movies going away on Netflix. I'm like, guy, it's probably a secret Netflix podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like do and, and do I care what movies going away on Netflix? Like I don't. Well, you gotta watch it before it goes away. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Like I just, I just don't give a damn. At this point, I know this sounds terrible, but I'm almost like in agreement with people that pirate stuff. I'm just like, you know what? You're not supposed to say that on air. I don't even care. Like at this point, I'm just kind of like, do you? Do you? Yeah. You know, like just do you? Because to sit here, Netflix is like slowly raising the price on people. Hiring is illegal, by the way, people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we do not condone or encourage the act of pirating. Unless you're actually a pirate, at which point I can't tell you not to do your job. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's unless a, you're Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, unless then I can't you're stop actually you. on the ocean right now <laughs> and you're a pirate, I can't tell what, you. What not. is it? Seven miles off of land? It's marine time law, which is like so completely different. Yeah, it's the open seas. Yeah. It's there, you. There are no laws in the open seas, basically. You, Davy Jones Locker, and. and yep. Medusa. Yep. I don't know. If you're seven miles. Seven miles offshore? Yeah. Something like that, I think. It's like. it's it's Listen. Seven miles offshore, if you're going according to, I don't know what book, and black people's books, if you're a mi- not even a mile. Listen, how did I get this far out in the water? If you're everything ankle goes. deep in water. Yeah, everything goes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the deep end. If you're a Russian and you're near the water, ah, this is close enough to Russia. I- <laughs> you just- Good thing the entire continent is surrounded by water. Yeah, you just do. But that's how it- you go to Alaska and go, I'm close enough. Yep. And it just Go to Hawaii. Yeah. I also... Back to just like the the startup side of things because yep. we're gonna keep doing this. I think I'm gonna um, edit less. I just want to see if people are okay with the gag or the network style stuff that we used to do. Just like just I just want to see if people are okay with it. So yeah, this is how we used to do it. Just be as open and as frank as possible. Um, but none of us are named Frank. You know what I mean. Sorry. One of the other things that people don't tell you when you're when you're doing a startup, yo, this mad paperwork for no reason. I know. I do most of it. Well, I'm also doing here's the thing, you're doing most of the business paperwork. Yeah. Internal business internal business paperwork. Business paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Start listen, I'm okay, we're a startup. I don't need to give you my life story and then find out. That that was actually supposed to be my life story and not the startup site story, and I have to write the startup site story and a pitch and then an elevated pitch and submit a video pitch on top of giving you a pitch deck on another page. Oof. Yeah, some of these submission forms are just crazy. What the hell? They want, like, your dog's middle name and... Oh, it's a weed out people. No, you guys are dicks. Like, you want the best company? Stop making it hard on everybody. I'm tired. Like, I'm legit burnt out. And I got to fill out all this paperwork and then make it sound like I'm about to change the world. We can change the world. You want to sit down with me? I want to get like 100 investors in one and run like just one room. Yeah, just talk to everybody. And not even talk to them like in the pitch form. How about I, I like the just pitch talk. is annoying. Yeah. Pitching is, uh, I got to be on, uh, uh, say this. And uh, you know what? I just want to talk. If you come and just have a conversation with us, I guarantee you'll put money in by the end of the day. Yep. I guarantee you'll look at everything. It, that's your due diligence. But, that's everything rolled up into one. But that's the world, you know. There's a whole culture built on 
startups and pitches. You know what it is? No, there's a whole culture built on people that to they you ever hear he's doing all that to justify his job? People like so for instance, <clears throat> there are people that do jobs that are super simple. Oh yeah. But they make it so complicated so they never can have somebody come replace them. Oh yeah, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like your job is to push this button, but I want to, you know, turn around three times and then go into the and other I room and come back. I got to make it seem like it's not going to work. Wait, wait 30 it. seconds. Yeah. Just that. so I don't get replaced or just so it feels harder for you to get in. But it's really just pushing a button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have to do due diligence. We have to talk to XYZ. We have to make sure that we check your backstory and we got to check this. And, check. and it's like, why? Why? Because you're never going to talk to me again if you give me the money. And in a lot of cases, investors don't even follow up. Yeah. They just want to know, oh, are we making money yet? That's it. You're not. So all the stuff you found out about me before means absolutely dick. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, some of it, I think it might be to weed out some of the like the, the beginning stages or something. Or yeah, but beginning stages of what? A lot of those companies, you realize people are like we don't, we don't chase unicorns. Every nobody's listen <clears throat> for every investor that says we don't chase unicorn. They're lying. Nobody goes. I want to be mediocre at my job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're but investing like, it, it, money. You're not saying I invest to be mediocre. You're looking to make the most out of it. Yeah, but the the companies that they're like filtering out are the ones that don't have pitch decks, the ones that don't have anything. So they probably just started. So they they don't know what they're doing yet. That's totally fine. But I'm saying when you make it super hard for like, okay, now I gotta sit down and do. Give me your two minute. Give me your thirty second. Give me your your four minute. Your five minute. Like the pitch is like, come on, guy. Really? Yeah. Really? This is this is what life is. Presentations. I mean, to it, it's a whole it, it's a whole world. I feel like no. there should be one like you should allow <clears throat> a person to make a company where they have people in house trained to pitch for you. You understand? Like, why can't we just make a company where people pitch for you? So basically, you tell this one person that you everything hire from, about from, you. They it's sign like a contract. NDAs, everything. Yep, you tell them everything about you. They make the pitch deck. They create the pitch themselves, and you send them to pitch for your company. Yeah, and they just and whatever get commission off of it. What I don't give a damn. Like I'm tired of this. This is it. To me, it genuinely feels stupid because they go, "You shouldn't be taking away time from building your company, but you got to make sure that you do this pitch deck and then give me the 24 slide pitch deck after you make the five pitch, slide pitch deck and send it to me in my email. Then you got to have the 15, 11 to 15 slide pitch deck so you can do in a room full of 30 people. But you got to fly to San Francisco in the middle of the week and be able to afford a hotel while you're working. But make sure you work <laughs> on your startup. Yeah, How the hell does that make sense? I know. It's kind of funny, but that's actually not a bad idea. Get like a, a guy that's really good at presenting or something or like a public speaker. Yeah, they got the, what's it called? Tastemakers is coming here in the Norwood area. Just to convert tastemakers into pitch or give them a pitch section and just go and have like a bunch of CEOs like vet some people and then be like, okay, these are the guys. Like, like here are the heads of teaching the pitch section. And then you just have a couple of people work underneath them, train them up, and then boom, you contract out pitch people. So now, one, the people that they see, they know. So they know if the and, person is being represented by this company, it's worth it. And they save tons of time, too. Yeah, like, like come on. This like, imagine if you had somebody devoted to that right now. Yeah, save just you a ton of time. Learn, like, learning and all they do 
while I'm actually trying to make the company work and fix things and apply. Are they apply for all the uh, cap? All the they money. They have and... one account. Like they have one thing that goes yep. out and goes to all the accelerators and just does it. Yep. Hey, well, I'm, I'm posting this profile. We're we are in this. Like just one company that does that. Yep. And you guys trust the company. Everybody agrees this is the company to trust. Do you want to add tokens? Do you want to make a cryptocurrency? To fu- I don't give whatever buzzword you want. Put that on there. I don't care. Just That's actually not a bad idea. It's like annoying to me. Yeah. Like that's genuinely annoying. It's tiring to have to do it because here's the thing. It's, they, like, it's like looking for a job, really. It's, yeah. not, it's more than that because when you're looking for a job, you don't think of offing yourself. <laughs> well, some people might. Yeah, you know, but what, what if you had a house and a mortgage and things to here, bills yeah, to pay? When you're at you, that point, now imagine doing that and then knowing like, okay, well, I got this idea and I'm really trying, and then they make it harder on you. Like, you go for a job interview, period, right? Yeah. Then a job sits down and they go through a bunch of people and they vet people and then they call you back and have you in for another interview, or they just say no. That's a pitch, simple pitch, quick. They do the diligence. They do all that stuff quick, and then you get a yes or a no, right? Yeah, it takes them a couple weeks or whatever. These guys ask you to or, invest. Or, or sometimes you never get a response back. You're looking for money, but you got to spend money to get to me. That doesn't make any sense. This Skype. Turn the shit on. <laughs> like, they, why they, do we have technology? Why are, we, why are you a technology investor, but you won't use technology to vet me? They want to know that you're serious. I'm serious. I'm broke, too. I'm seriously not rich. <laughs> I am seriously not rich. I am seriously in the middle of my work week and can't get on a plane. Seriously, to come see you to get a potential seriously no. Yeah, imagine you spent thousands of dollars for to a go plane. out and get a no to oh, a ticket for the hotel. Where's the experience? Said nobody that actually cared about money. It's every kid that can afford it that says that. Yeah, it was exactly. about the experience. Yep, yep, exactly. Do you care about the experience right now, D? I can't even pay my car bill right now, so no. Yeah, I bet the experience of you running from the repo man is interesting. <laughs> it was about the experience. Like, that's that dumb shit, it bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me. You guys really want to know about entrepreneur stuff? It's not, uh, everybody's like, yeah, no, I'm crushing, I'm killing it, blah, 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 blah. It's all bullshit. It's the one where, like, you can't, you don't have enough money to buy lunch. I think if I were an investor... I'd go into a room and everybody that's like smiling, honky door, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm not investing in you. Give me the guy that's miserable in the, the back. The guy that's pissed off that he's there. <laughs> hey, you, what's going on? Um, you want to know the truth? I, I flew here. I can't talk to anybody because nobody's approachable. Everybody's smiling. Every company's crushing. And I guess I'm the only one that's messing up at work because I took work. I took off of work to come here yep. and my guys back home are saying they can't code and I got to figure out this Azure account. I don't even know how to sign up for Azure. What the hell? It's like, you know what? You, you're the one I'm going to invest in because you're pissed off enough to realize what is at stake and what you're sacrificing to make this happen. Yep. That's, that's the person. That's funny. I never thought of it that way. Everybody else is like, oh, yeah, no, I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. Are you? No, so you're a liar. You're clearly lying because your company is not killing it and crushing it. So you're good at lying. And you're here spending money that you don't have, not realizing that that drink you just bought is going to come out of the same pockets you don't have money in. Yeah, that's true. But you're going to be one of those people that's like, you know how I made the company happen? I spent, I maxed out 16 credit cards. I'm fiscally irresponsible. <laughs> Which um, we met a lot of those kind of people. Yeah, like, yeah. and they have $10 million. Oh, you know what? One of my friends, sorry, 
he's probably not going to listen to this. I'm not going to say his name, but one of my friends that made an app that works in an app of similar like, if you remember. Okay. Now works for another company because the company he helped found ran out of the money that they had because they spent it on offices. Yep. What the hell? Or the um, what was it? The company that we talked to a while ago. I think one of our first programmers, his company went under in under a year. Oh 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 oh! Because like he, the first thing he did was buy like a a, a really expensive car or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds sounds about right. Yep. And that happens all the time, and yet people. Um, but you just proved why they f- have a really really filtered process because. It, like you have to weed out those people that are fiscally irresponsible. I don't mind you weeding out people. I mind when it actually impedes on my ability to actually take a. Mo- you t- you talk about like entrepreneurial. Or if health. it takes you twenty minutes to fill out the process, like it's way more. When I show you that mass challenge thing, you're gonna go, "What the hell is this for?" Yeah, you're gonna. You're, it's literally gonna make you angry. It takes you an hour to fill out an application, but you could have spent that hour doing something. Because they else. want something short, then they want something longer, then they want a video, then they want a, a pitch deck submission, then they want to know: Do you want to make it private or public for everybody? Where's your personal picture? I need to know your personal backstory. I need your personal links, not your website links. I need to know the links of the website separate from anything that is attached to you. I need, it's like, what the hell is this? Well, they also want to make sure that the, it's a real company. It's real. People no, it's everything. a real company. It's real. Everything is real. You're justifying it. Go look at it and. And then do it for every single accelerator that, that we're supposed to submit to. And you'll see. And you'll come back and go, why the hell is there not a company that does this yeah, shit for Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Although, that's a really good idea, though. How many times? The Gust application? Gust. AngelList, which doesn't really do anything. Like all these other companies. Why not have one company that has designated, vetted people... That all sign NDAs and all that crap. Representatives, you, yeah. just, Once anything hits the company, it's all covered. Everything is covered. There's a law, like a lost team that we work with, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's on the same page. Boom. And just handle it for people. That's not a bad idea, actually. You just, know what I'm saying? All this guy does is just devotes his entire day to filling out applications and to Even contact team, investors, like whatever a- it is. Yeah, but like all he does is contact investors, find investors, filter them out and everything. And I know eventually somebody them. that company will get lazy and start using the same investors over and over again and just start. But OK, then at that point, rotate people. You covered the East Coast. Now you cover Montana. Now you cover California. Now you cover Thailand. Whatever Just it is. Just yeah. rotate people. So they're always doing different work. That's not a bad idea, actually. Find the star players. Make them heads of teams. They would create your pitch deck. They would help you with your pitch deck. If, depending on how how involved you need them to be, there's like different tiers of paint. And then oh. after a while, you know what will end up happening? People will go, pitch decks are stupid. Because everybody does the same thing. You have one format that you like. You know, I like, I like the Airbnb. It's like, okay, so everybody came at you with the same thing. Oh, we see thousands of pitch decks a day. Yeah. And then they all look exactly the same because you told everybody we needed exactly the same. So is it my fault that you're uninteresting? Yeah. Is it my fault that you told us to fit this particular criteria and then you get mad at us for fitting the criteria? Why aren't you different? You told me this is how you accepted it. Yeah. Like Sequoia has like an actual checklist. Yeah. 
they don't accept anything that's outside this checklist. I'm like, so great. You know what it is? They have machine learning and they just run it through the cycle. Yeah, they they search for words or whatever it is. I'm so or, I'm so yeah. I'm thinking like, well, what are the words you're searching for? Or is it picture? I'm sorry, I'll go there. Is it picture bias? If they oh, see yeah. you myself, if they see your name, are they gonna go? Nope. Yeah. Or or your name or your picture or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is that what, is that where we're at right now? That's the only reason why you would make everybody have a standardized thing. So, so that you can way, scan Tron the hell out of everything. You can filter it. Yeah, you can scan it a lot easier. That's true. That makes sense. So why not? If you're okay doing that and everybody's okay filling out your paperwork to do that, why not have a company do it? We could start one. I, I, at this point, I don't care. I, I genuinely would. What's six? I don't care. Like, I mean, at this point, we could. We've gone through enough of them. And have people just do it for you. You just need writers. You need editors. You need somebody that's legal. And that's it. I mean, bottom line, you just need somebody that's really good at presenting. Yeah. And talking to people. And just do it for them. And then that way, it's like, okay, you you can even have it where all the companies present to these people. They work through them. It's not an accelerator. It's not any of that stuff. It's just the people that are going to get to the actual approved investors. And you just create this ceiling that makes sense. And some investors are still going to look for breakouts and all that other stuff. That's cool. Go for it. But eventually, this whole entire ethos is going to dissipate. Because there was a time where, remember, the dot-com boom happened? Everybody fell off. Every yep. company died, right? Yeah. And then everybody stopped looking to be an entrepreneur. They instead became small businesses. Everybody went with that. You didn't hear, like, oh, scaling and blah, blah, blah. They became small businesses. Yeah, that bubble's only gotten bigger in, uh, in the last few years. I think. Yeah. yeah, but out of small businesses came companies that shouldn't have existed, right? Well, like Facebook, I think, was the major first major success story. In a long time. Yeah. But MySpace existed. But it was never as big as Facebook. AIM existed. But those were corporations. Those weren't a startups. No, but they, no, they were. They, they were originally startups that were around the dot-com boom. That just happened to survive. And they just kept pushing. Yeah. And they were known as small businesses. Remember, Bezos was a small business. Yep, yep. yep. Who's, uh, put, he wrapped books in his garage. Yeah, I think it's funny that Amazon first started as a bookseller. Yeah. They were basically Barnes and Noble. But there's an original video of his interview where he's like, yeah, eventually it's just learn the logistics and we're going to sell more than books. Yep. And he said that like years ago, years ago. So I'm not surprised he's at where he's at. I'm just more surprised that everybody's still doing stuff the exact same way. He made a pitch deck. Like, how is that still what we're doing? I thought we were supposed to evolve. We're looking for technology to evolve. How have we, as people, not evolved our judgment processes? I don't think the judgment will ever change. It's the the way that we present the information probably will. Yeah, but if you want to, you have to change the judgment or the ability for you to look at something with an open mind for somebody to be comfortable changing the way they present. Because otherwise, you're going to fall in line. It presented exactly the same way the last douche did. Yeah, pretty much. So let's come up with that method. Why not? Like no, I said, no, I just no, want to do not? stuff let's different. Do it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm done. I, I think I'm actually like done. I've listened to, <clears throat> excuse me. I've listened to countless shows. I've listened to countless advice from advisors. Some of it I'm going to take, but the rest of it I take with a grain of salt. And six shots of vodka. I think it's funny that everybody says something different. Like, this only works. Only this works. Only this works. Yeah. If it only worked, there would be a billion companies that were all successful. 
Yeah. There should be no room for me to do this. It would be like the formula that Korea uses to create K-pop. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they only work with certain people. You know, everybody, every year, they have hundreds of thousands of people that go over there to, like, submit themselves. And then they go, okay, we're only going to choose certain people from these schools. It doesn't have to be top-tier schools. It's just people that actually fit the criteria. Yep. You know, you know who I give credit to? <clears throat> Some of these young kids that are like 10, 11, that have parents that go, you know what? My kid's trying to do something different, and they're not trying to play video games all summer, even though video games is not that bad if you're actually going to try to make a career out of it or whatever. And it's well, not bad to just play. now that play. it can be. Yeah, it's not bad to just play, too. 10 years ago, you could not make a career out of video games, but now yeah. you can. <clears throat> but the way that there's these parents that invest in their kids, there's like that one um, young girl that made uh lollip like or is it like it might be collipops or something like that it's lollipops that are made with natural sugar actually no sugar it's made with natural um molasses and all this other stuff where they extract the sugar by boiling it down and giving it real flavors from the fruits and boiling mm-hmm. down some of the sugar cuz they make it gluten free and it has enamel building in it young girl that's cool she's like 10 and her family was like, okay, let's let's make this happen. And now she's making millions of dollars. Go for like good for her. There's the other the young girl that made the lemonade that sold it to Whole Foods. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yep. yep. Remember remember back in the day when there was like kids at home, I made moo cookies and now I make $100,000 a month off of cookies. Well, I think this is just the, uh, the this is the new era where these new ideas are liable, are able, like people are more accepting of them. Well, twenty years ago, if a kid had an idea, it'd be like, ah, stupid kid. Well, yeah, and, but there were always the parents that took the the the, the yeah, ran with it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just my thing is it's like <sighs> I'm I'm I think I'm I'm like I said I'm tired of the way things are now. I want to be one of those parents that when we have like when I have kids, I'm just gonna be like, all right run with your ideas because at one point in time your dad got fed up with everything (laughs) uh because i just i can't see i can't i'm sorry i can't see it that we talk about elon musk being amazing and he's doing the same old same old he's taking ideas from disney from from back in the day like in 1950s recordings of disney talking about yeah tunnels on the ground for cars that would go on the ground okay so People think that he's coming up with them, which is not true. Obviously, the Hyperloop was a thing that Disney came up with a long time ago. But what he's doing is he's realizing that the technology for it exists or is going to exist very, very soon and is implementing on it. While before, we just couldn't do it. Well, it wasn't. But here's the thing. Who do you give more credit to? Do you give more credit to Elon, who's like, oh, the technology around. Who's actually actually doing it rather than the guy that came up with it. Here's the thing. The guy that came up with it that was actively trying to make it happen and died before the deals went through. I mean, back then, honestly, the the, the technology for Hyperloop wasn't around. He had it already. You got to remember. Yes, he came up with the animatronics and given more time. No, not even that. He would have been able to do it. The people mover is literally the system that he was going to use. Yep, just underground. It was the people tube. mover. It, it's all magnets, and it's all electron magnets that turn on only when they make contact. And it works by just pulling one after another and pulling it forward. That's why it never stops. Yep. It's just it, he made it. He just died before he had a chance to actually do what he wanted. Yep. So I almost give him more credit because it's like in a time where people thought he was nuts, 
He was like, I can make this happen. Well, people think that Elon Musk is because he huh? is nuts. He's also like jacked up on drugs. He openly admits it. He well, openly I mean, admits it to dosing. If you run, you know, five companies at the same time, with three of which are like the w- the biggest companies in the world, then yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. I'll tell you, I still won't be dosing. I'm I'm as square as they come, <laughs> <laughs> except for caffeine. I'm as square as they. Come. I need it so I don't get migraines. It's not gonna help me out for medical reasons. Yeah, like I I drink coffee and go right to sleep. Sometimes I'm just like out. I'm out out. Yeah. Um. No, I I I think I'm just tired of hearing the same old names too. And then you know what? I'm not a fan of because really all you hear is what Elon Musk, Bill Gates. Uh, well, you used to hear Steve Jobs, Zuckerberg. You still Zuckerberg, hear Steve Jobs because Bezos. everybody's like, uh, t- Tim Cook's not doing a good job or whatever. Or um, yeah, because you really only hear what a dozen of names over and over again. Over that you have to somehow amount to. Yeah, the same people. I don't care. Like, they literally don't know I exist. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to try. Hey. I mean, mean, it's not like they're the ones pushing it. It's the media pushing it. Yeah, but here, listen. They just go about their lives. You you have an idea. You're you're trying to make a company. You want to become the next big thing. You know who you model it after? If you're you're the kids of immigrants, model it after your parents. Because they came here with no language. They came here with not a dime in their pocket, and they tried it and made it. You're alive. Congratulations. Or model it after businesses that have CEOs or immigrants. First, to, first different perspective. The really uh, look at the the hustle. The uh, the CEO and founder of uh, Japani, the the Greek yogurt company, is immigrant, first hand immigrant, and he runs first of all one of the biggest companies in the world, and he has some of the biggest employee satisfaction rates because people love him and his employees love him i think same thing over at hubspot i feel uh, like hubspot, hubspot yeah has, i don't know exactly who the founders of hubspot are but uh, just look at just take a moment and really look at people that have like not the the yes there's gonna be tons of stories that are like horrendous childhoods i get that but i'm talking about look at people if you're gonna start a company you're you're a brand new person you just graduated from college congratulations you made it you're in debt what do we do? Don't model after Zuckerberg because yeah, he went to Harvard. Don't do that. You know, all these people are money. He, he went to Harvard and dropped out. Well, because he was making money off of Facebook. Exactly. Or the Facebook. He went He went over to go look for funding. He had, listen, Mark Zuckerberg is literally one of those people that had his dad give him money. He went for the summer to Silicon Valley. I mean, if you go to Harvard, investment. you have the money to begin with. Well, not really because remember, my, my dad, he's a Harvard alum. We didn't have the money. He again barely spoke the language. Um, it's he went over there, got funded, and then said, "You know, what? I'm not going to go back to school." Yeah, and no, then just stayed. There was no reason to. Well, yeah, you know. he just stayed. Like you're not Mark Zuckerberg. If if anything, you're you know a, a young woman that just graduated, and you're looking to try to make your mark on the tech scene. Make your mark on your scene. Focus on you. Focus on what it is that you can immediately change in your in, like your surroundings because you know your audience. You know who you're going to talk to. You don't need to try to be with the big boys. Screw the big boys. Make your own. Listen, the biggest thing that we try to do here at the network was we didn't want to be a part of Hollywood. We didn't want we don't need people. I don't know how to explain that. Like we don't need to be part of the in crowd. We want to make the in crowd. Yeah. That's what you have to think of. You don't need to be a part of the group. Make the group. 
make people want to hang out with you. Make people say, oh, what makes her so special? Why does she tick that way? She, she walks different, you know? Make people want to hang out with you more than they want to hang out with people they thought were cool already. Yeah, like everybody wants to hang out with Zuck, but nobody realized that he's actually not that nice of a person. Yeah. Well, not, not anymore. Listen, what was it? That that um, Facebook re- um, research program that he had, the Facebook Atlas that he had. Okay, so um, Dimitri's been busy at work. Facebook had a program that they used to circumvent Apple's policies. Okay. Apple had banned anybody from directly getting information from the users of the you know the Apple product. So okay. anything on iOS, they just didn't want you trying to retrieve the data. So Facebook decided they're going to use a program that goes through third-party companies and grabs all the data anyways and brings it back to Facebook. And they told you, hey, 13-year-old, we'll pay you $20 a month if you do it and give you a referral if you get your friends to do it too, which is all not legal on the Apple system. And you're getting kids to give you all their information, not just their Facebook information, like everything you do on your phone, everything. And then anything that your phone touches, meaning if you go home and sign on Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi, they know everything on the Wi-Fi, everything in the emails, every they pulled all that data for no reason. So there's. Obviously, young kids do dumb things. So every well, picture, I mean, Facebook got is cloned. Mo- is data hungry. So yeah, and so they cloned pictures from kids' phones. Yeah, they. You know what I'm saying? Like it got to that part. Like it got to where their kids. And again, your friends could refer you, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. So you're now collecting data off. Some kids are going through nightmares. Yeah. You're just. You're not even doing anything positive with it. You're just hoarding the data. Yeah. And he did that knowing that it would piss off Apple eventually. Apple just gave them the boot from the iOS system, said we're shutting down all your dev stuff. Like, we don't want you touching us right now. That's who Mark Zuckerberg is. Do you really want to model yourself after that? You hear the history of move fast, break things? It's dumb. You know what it is? It's make your mark. That's what it is. Make your mark. Because you're going to hear about people needing billion-dollar companies, right? Everybody's got to be unicorn. Do you realize... If you reach a million plus people in your area and you get them all to pay a hundred dollars, you're fine. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a really good company, like just make money where you're at and then just duplicate that system somewhere else. If you're a roommate and you have roommates that are interested in the same thing as you talk to them about that, create something. So when they go home, if they don't live near you, they just up the, they, they make the same thing. They spend the same thing up there. And now it looks like you've branched out. It looks like you've done so much in a short period of time. This show is filled with a lot of tips and tricks and new ideas. Yeah. We don't want to give too much away. I'm just done. Like, I think I'm just like, it's time for the world to look different. It's time for the world to look different. Yeah. Because we'd move so much better in that world. Yep. Because it's just like any idea you could think of. We throw it. Do we not iterate fast? Do we not try to get in front of everything? We people come to us for ideas. We give people ideas. That's what we which do. Is, here. Which is still funny to me. But we give people ideas. So, OK, you want ideas? Help us make the world look that way. Yeah. Yep. I know this show completely went in a different direction. I think I started off like I'm just gonna give you some information, but no, this is this is who we always have been. Like I'm, I'm done. Become more of a venting show. Yeah, like it's just 
Well, remember, the, and then we would do an interview in between. <laughs> then we'd rag on each other for, <laughs> for the that, end of the that, show. That was our old show. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I, think, I think three, you know what? Three hours of that. <laughs> Ultimately, guys, this is what happened. I just realized Dimitri won. Dimitri won the LARP. Um, what ended up happening was there was a point in time where we stopped doing the gag or the radio show. And um, we just took a hiatus from everything. We were just focusing on other programs and trying to rebrand and everything. And Dimitri was like, we should really do the show. I want to do the show. I want to do the show. It was your idea to do this show, by the way. I wanted to do a different show where it was more professional and polished. I never told you not to do it. I never made it unprofessional. I don't like that. (laughs) So (laughs) what ended up happening was secretly Dimitri won. Because it just became more and more like the old show. So, so you're saying that you can't be polished professional? No, I can be. I just don't like... Uh, like, I don't have it in me to do that. And it's not because I can't be. It's just I don't want to. Yeah. This is our network. What the hell? This is our network. Who are we answering to? The tax man. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> At that point, I can't go and be like, what do you want, man? I ain't paying. No, that's no, but that's true. That. We can go. We can record anytime we want for as long dude, as we yeah, want. We dude, can do whatever, whatever we want. We want. Listen, I know. I know programs that have uh, this. What was it? Um, Behind the Magic. They yep. used to do a show that would be eight hours long, and then they would do a yearly show because it would be like midway through the year show. Would that would be eight hours long? Then they do an end of the year show, like a, this year. This ear in review um because it was a disney show yep. and it would be like almost 12 hours of one show how do you do 12 hours of a show? you just talk and you just don't give a damn because you got to realize how is it not more than 12 hours you're talking about an entire year in review yeah of everything yeah that's true All you right. get what i'm saying it's like when you really start thinking about it, people polish stuff and make it like so it's packaged really nice and it's neat and it's here. Here you go, thirty minutes. I'm good. It's like I don't give it. I don't care if this show is fourteen point uh, 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 three two minutes. All right, I do, but um, some shows that works better for. There are some shows that you, it has to be clean and polished. And yeah, because it's like education, edutainment, or whatever it is. But like, yeah, um, some shows are better that way. Do you know? Um, Ours not. I'm uh, I we're going to wrap up soon but do you know <laughs> random tidbit or not tidbit random factoid this morning on my way to work I Friday February 1st I started talking into my phone and recording what I said would be things we would run on the TV it was season's greetings from all of us here at the Go Network <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean, I know you make. I, I know you make audio notes, but like, dude, it was audio notes of every holiday I could think of, <laughs> and I was just like, from all of us here, from our family to yours at the Go Network, seasons greetings, happy. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I can play them for Why? you. Why? I don't know. And I was just like, you know what? Envision the future. Envision what it's gonna be like. And I'm like, I bet you. At one point in time, anybody that became something saw themselves doing stuff and just started acting it out. Because, right. like, I, I had never felt such a visceral, like, of like a visceral vision of what the future is going to be. I heard it and I was like, we could do old style TV shows just to be like, hey, season's greetings. Happy holidays to everybody. I mean, but the, the channels do that already or like TV does that already. Except for they don't do it in the old. I mean, like. I was doing oh, old style. that stuff. Okay. I mean, like, around the holidays, you have, like, well, your local news channel does it all the time. Yeah. From the Channel 38 news team, 
you know, Merry Christmas yeah, and Happy New Year. Yeah. No, I'm talking about It's a Wonderful Life this evening on the Go Network. I just don't know I why. Feel, I think that might be copyrighted, but okay. I just I, I see your point. I see. Your I point. don't know what it was that came over me. I literally started. Si- I was like singing Christmas carols in the middle of it, and I was like, "From our family to yours, happy holidays." <laughs> I don't know what. Got- well, you are the visionary, so I guess that it was bound to happen. It just hit me, and I was like, "That's something that we could do because why not? Why wouldn't you want it to be like, okay, we're the family friendly network? Why wouldn't we just want to have it be like, okay, this is something that everybody feels safe with? It could be. I think I said one. I was like, "Happy holidays," whether it be Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Yom Kippur, or whatever. We wish it to you, and from you to ours, and ours to yours. I, I wouldn't phrase it exactly like that, but no, I, I listen. It's I, way I better it. on the phone, <laughs> way better on the phone. But yeah, I, I think that I'm gonna leave you guys with this last note, um, especially to all those that are like really trying, people that are just coming up with ideas, and you're sitting grinding and and burning through the midnight oil. Um, Yes, the people that work hard are going to get further than everybody else, but there's also this new wave of self-care. Self-care, love yourself, and make sure you don't overwork. Yet, listen, do that when you've already started the raising process. Because if you do that beforehand, you're just going to miss your opportunity. Yeah, somebody I, else is going to outwork I always you. find that funny. It's like, I, I did great today. I sent out an email. Let me go drink. Yeah, I, I just stopped. Self-care is a facade. Here's the reality. You want self-care? Make the money so you can take care of yourself. Everybody's like, I want to take vacations. I don't know why I can't travel. I don't know why I can't do this. I want to have a nice house. I want to have a yard. I want to blah, blah, blah. I want I want to be able to sit down on a Friday night and be cozy listening to records and reading, blah, blah, blah. Why can't I do that? Because you don't have the money to do it. So make the money. Bust your butt now. Bust your butt now. If you understand that you have a business plan, you have an actual model that's going to send you straight to revenue, you're about to make money for people, work it out. Do it now because, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And you're going to sacrifice. You're going to miss things. You're going to miss events. You're going to miss loved ones. You're going to miss deaths. You're going to go through all of this. And at the end of it, you'll be able to be like, oh, I made it. It took a lot of work to get there. My kids will never have to go through this. Yep. That's like literally what I want to leave you guys with. Like, it's just, it sucks. Do what you have to do. I'm not telling you not to. I'm saying it sucks. The fact of the matter is, it sucks. You want to become an NBA player? It's going to suck. You can't just show up on the court and out dribble everybody. Dude, you got to run. You got to play defense. You got to learn the plays. You got to train. You got to train, train, train. All day, every day. There is one line from Kevin Hart, and I'm not a major Kevin Hart fan at all. He said, everybody want to be famous, but don't nobody want to do the work. Nobody wants to be up in the morning, like 3 a.m., eyes half closed, working on stuff. Everybody wants to be at home and wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, they discovered me. I'm famous. Yeah, exactly. Justin Bieber can only happen once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a generation. And everybody else that looks like a Justin Bieber happening actually followed his model and tried to put out more content to be discovered. So they grinded this whole time. Songs don't just happen like that. They have to practice. So, yeah. Hey, from the Go With Us show, it sucks, but it's something that is worth it if you're really passionate about what you're doing. 
That's the reality. Entrepreneurship, like, what's it called? Alter, entrepreneurship tip number 73,000. It sucks, <laughs> but work through it. <laughs> That's basically it. So, with that being said, we'll be back next week, the following week, whenever, with another Whenever recording. we feel like venting. Yes. Um, and we're going to try to get some guests on. If you guys like this format, let us know. Um, like I said, there may be light editing, maybe no editing, maybe just throw it up. I don't know how long this is. I think maybe it's about an hour. Yeah, so we'll just probably throw slight, it up. Maybe some slight light, light editing. Yeah, and then just let us know because this is just how we used to be with commercial breaks in between. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so send us an email at info at gonet.com, G-E-A-U-X-N-E-T.com. Um, give us a like, rating, Hopefully, it's like above two stars, whatever. Don't care. Uh, also, find us on Twitter at gonetwork.com. Go network everywhere. Yeah. And we'll definitely talk to you. Ask us questions. We're totally open to answering them. I'm just not holding anything back. So, yeah, with that being said, I'm Jay. I'm Dimitri. And this is the Go With Us show here on the Go Network.